0: you are now listening to the fifth podcast of the revolutionary stewardship program hosted here on the ultimate Christian podcast network. If you've listened to the first four podcasts, you're beginning to form an opinion and you're going to fall into a a myriad of groups depending on how the message was received and how the message was interpreted. I've been doing radio since the late nineties. I've been doing gospel stewardship programs since about 2008 And from experience, I know that people receive the message differently. No different than receiving a sermon in church. Everyone receives the message differently. There are some of you that hear this message on on stewardship, financial stewardship, that you've never heard before. You haven't heard it from the pulpit. You haven't heard it from your, your financial planner, your advisor, your attorney, or your CPA. It's all relatively new information. So you're digesting it. And some of you are going to be just highly motivated. You're like, I I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that maybe I was owning companies and supporting companies and profiting from companies that were were violating my own beliefs. Maybe they were involved in the the life-ending scientific research, killing unborn children, pornography, human rights violations. But I I didn't know I owned those companies. And I've got to do something about it. That's one group. Another group is like, wow, this, is, this information really is different. You know, who is this guy? You're still in the process of, I want to hear it because he's saying things that kind of make me say, what in the world is he talking about? Because I've never heard this before. But you're just really not in a position yet. You haven't made a decision to do anything. Another group is going to be the group that says ah, that's, that's nonsense. Maybe you want to argue theology with me. That's what not what the Bible says, you know. And people will will start to pick and choose different things that I say that they just didn't agree with. It's it's the same reasoning that people change churches. They may agree with seventy or eighty percent of what the pastor says, but there may be some Sunday that the the pastor has an interpretation of of gospel that you don't agree with and I'm going to change churches. Okay. So there's that group that just doesn't really believe what I say and, and and really doesn't like the message because it is, it is contrary to what they believe. Okay. And I respect that. I respect that. The fourth group is I want nothing to do with this guy. You know, his message number one is is aggressive. It's it's wrong. Um, it's it's uh, you know it may be uh, a, a message that makes me feel bad. There's that group. So there's about four groups, and I understand all of them. I, I truly do because that is Christianity in a nutshell. There are people that get motivated by the message. There are people that want to hear more of the message, but just haven't really made a decision. For example, in regards to salvation. How many times did you hear the message or hear the gospel before you made the decision to render or surrender yourself to Jesus? The other ones that that the group three is, you know, I just don't agree with his interpretation of the message. And, and actually want to make contact with me and, and have a conversation about, well, Jay, I don't agree with it. And that's fine, too. Listen, I am, I am actually very open-minded. And the fourth group is I want nothing to do with this because it makes me feel bad because I feel guilty. Or I'm hiding my guilt in, in expressing anger because I feel that, that you know I'm, I'm being picked on. So you're in one of those four groups, and once again, I get it. I understand it. Is there any one group better than the other? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think the first group is actually the minority, the group that actually hears this message and says, I've got to take action. I've got to do something different. I I have been failing in my financial stewardship and I need help. Now, seeds grow at different paces, right? Some seeds you plant today and they may, may spring up within three or four days. That's group one. Group two is you plant a seed and you may harvest, oh, maybe two or three months down the road. Group three is we plant a seed, but that harvest may be like a walnut tree. We may not harvest from that group for 20, 25 years. And group four is the seed died in the ground. People will never, that group four will never acknowledge the fact that they need help with stewardship. Now, going from group four back up to group one, group four is the same group that believes they own everything. God doesn't own it. I own it. I get to make decisions on what's going on. I don't need Jay Shures, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, investment advisor, all those acronyms that he carries, I, I don't need him telling me how to handle my I'm doing just fine I'm a, I, I invest on my own I, you know I, I do all these things. It's an ownership issue. Group four has an ownership issue. Group three may or may not have an ownership issue. say they're kind of on the ledge. Yeah uh, I understand God owns it all, but I don't necessarily believe how what you're saying, Jay. I don't believe the gospel says that. here's a here's a really good example and I really don't dig into it too much is whether we go old law or new law on ties and offerings. I really don't get into it because I know there's such a a big disparity on what people believe. And I'm not here to tell you that you're you're wrong uh, in regards to something old law new law. I mean, we can actually have a very intelligent civil conversation. About that, I'm not talking about drive-bys on Facebook saying, "Oh, you're full of it, Jay." I'm talking about actually getting on the phone or face-to-face and saying, "Okay, well, what do you think, and why does it say that, and and what did God mean by that?" That's a very good example. Old law, new law, ties and offerings. Group two understands ownership as well. Yeah, I, I understand God owns it all, and I, and I really like hearing the message, Jay. It's 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 somewhat expiring, but I just you know, I'm kind of. I just don't know. You know what to do. Those people uh, are are cannibalistic. Cannibalistic because they they talk themselves out of proactivity. Does that make sense? Do you do you know anyone in your life? Maybe it's you that just can't make a decision. That you research, okay, and you dig, and you just never get to the point where making a decision. Even though when you know the information is correct, or you believe it to be correct. You just don't get to that point. And group one is the is the group that says, I understand God owns it all. I understand that I have not been glorifying God in everything that I do. I am not being obedient in my stewardship and I need help. What group do you fall into? Like I said, this is the fifth podcast. The four previous podcasts, uh, some of them have been, Pretty upfront, right? You've heard things that you haven't heard before. Definitely not from the pulpit. Definitely not from your uh, financial advisor. This stuff is new, and that's intentional. That's intentional. It's one of the reasons. It's one of the reasons that I have become one of the the quote unquote go to people in this discipline, which is obedient financial stewardship. You've got people out there glazing over it, okay? They kind of hit on it, and they're making money from it, selling books, you know, doing seminars in the churches. I mean, they're 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 kind of on it. And some of the messages is I, I agree with, but I kind of get into group three in regards to some of my peers, right? You understand that? Same thing with pastors. I get into group three with some of my my. Uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that are teaching from the pulpit every Sunday. Yeah, we don't agree on everything. I'll listen to you, and we can have a conversation. But I may not agree with you in the end. But have you ever, do you remember the day that you said, I'm going to surrender myself to Christ? What inspired you to do that? What was the message? Was there something that happened in your life? For me, it was. There was a, there was just a, a, a overwhelming feeling of God in my life when I was 16 years of age that I knew that I needed Him, and I've seen that through different you know just from personal experiences with other people. Normally, it's God putting you on your knees to make you understand that you can't fix things on your own, right? You understand that you can't do it on your own. He gets us to the point where. Where you know we realize we need help. That 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 we can't do this on our own, and believe it or not, financial stewardship is the same way. You know, being a biblically responsible investor is actually very difficult to do on your own. You need someone to help you. You need a, a an advisor that has the software, that has the know-how, that has the discipline to to basically walk. The path with you, to help you become a better steward. You needed some help, right? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with asking for help. Some people have been brought to their knees because of debt, or loss of job, or divorce, or a number of things. You're like, my my world is just in in, in turmoil. That uh, group one is ready for change. Okay, that that's group one. I I got to do things, and some people may be very comfortable financially in Group One, but they 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 have they, got that feeling when I plant the seed on this program. It grew very quickly, it very fast. You're like, wow, I, I you know I've, I've done very well, but I didn't realize that I I could be owning a company that profits from pornography. I didn't own. I didn't know I, I own. I could own a company that I, I and I, maybe I do own a company or mutual fund that profits from the abortion industry. I didn't know that. I I want to investigate today. Now, I've been a financial planner for a quarter of a century. I've been a faith-based financial planner for the last twelve years, where I actually changed this advisory firm, and it was a. It was I was in group one. I was in group one in 2008 when I heard the message that changed how I conducted business. And I knew that I was conducting business in a worldview way the previous 12 years, even though I was a Christian. Does that make sense? But just because you're a Christian doesn't mean everything you do is God-honoring. Doesn't mean that the advisor or the CPA or the attorney that you use, that you go to church with, maybe a family member, doesn't mean that they're giving God-honoring, obedient advice. It's very likely worldview advice. So I ask you today this question. What group are you in? Are you Group one, where you know that you need help? Group one, that you know that, that you need to, to make immediate uh, you know, uh, decisions? You know how how much money is is allowable or permissible to invest in a company that profits from or supports activities that are contrary to your beliefs. In my opinion, it's not one penny and it's not one day. If I knew that I owned something that I didn't believe in, that was creating victims, I would immediately take action. In some form or fashion, either I would divest myself of that, that holding, or I would contact investor relations and say, Hey, tell me more about what you're doing. Because I don't, you know, I, I don't think, uh, um, that's, that's, uh, uh, something I want to be involved in. And, and you, you, know, as a shareholder, you've got choices. You can, you can contact investor relations. <laughs> you can make, uh, you can vote by proxy whenever the proxies come out. <clears throat> it happens frequently. And as a a faith-based planner, we can help you with those, you know, uh, issues on how to to contact the companies that you own. Uh, Most people, this is just from experience, most people would rather just divest themselves of the holdings and not support it, okay? But when you learn of this, the second thing is you need to tell other people about it. And I see that. Group one is very good about telling People within their church or within their family or or within their their groups of of the choice as a good obedient financial steward. Group four is telling other people, "Hey, this guy is is he, he's, he's borderline militant when it comes to uh, uh, spreading the gospel in regards to financial stewardship." Looking for a fight, right? You know, you you, you get those people. And I could tell because I'm very active on social media, trying to get the message out, spread the gospel, educate people, and the, the atheist the agnostics show up. But the worst people are the, the Christians who think they know it all. And they'll drive by and they'll quote one Bible verse that they know that they learned when they were six years old. And and they use that for everything. Right? You know, whether, you know, implying that 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 investing is bad or that Anyone that is has a faith based uh, business is just trying to profit from God. I, I get that all the time. Doesn't even uh, uh, you know appear to them that maybe someone just loves God so much that they're trying to glorify Him in everything that they do. And that's my group. That's what I try to do. So this is going to be a shorter podcast today. But I'm just asking. I, I want you to, to to put yourself in one of those groups. You know, are you? Group one, when you hear this message, you say, "I'm doing something. I, I I need help. Jay, help me." Group two says, "I want to hear more before I make a decision." Group three is, "Don't necessarily with everything you agree or that, that you say, Jay, but um, you know, I maybe we could talk about it. Uh, maybe I maybe a better understanding. Those people actually try to educate me, which I'm telling you, I'm open minded." Have I changed my views on things uh, in regards to faith-based financial planning over the last 12 years? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. And it's based on other people that I've discussed w- with respect to the, 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 uh, to the gospel because that is the basis for everything that we say on this program, on, on, on revolutionary uh, uh, stewardship. So, And then group four, they're, they're never going to do anything. They just, they're just, they, because they own it. God has no, nothing to do with their, their investments, um, or their income or nothing. They just don't recognize it. I I don't give up on group four. You group four is still going to hear me as long as I, I can, I can reach them because we should never give up on spreading the gospel. So whatever group you're in, I'd be happy to talk to you. Just because you're not in group one doesn't mean that I can't help you. Group two, listen, I appreciate you listening. Group three, I would appreciate the conversation if we have a, a difference of opinion on theology. Group four, hey, I'm after you. <laughs> I'm going to get you, all right? you know, I don't, I don't, Believe it or not, this has nothing to do with anything other than uh, I want you to know. Uh, I also own a fishing lure company called El Grande Lures. Um I used to tournament bass fish all the time. I had professional bass fishermen on on uh, uh, that I sponsored. I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm a really good bass fisherman, but uh, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, but I can set the hook like it's nobody's business. So group four, I'm casting for you. I'm going to try to bring you over to the to the light side. So listen, wherever you're at, the biggest thing, and this is kind of a, a, a problem with society today, is we have forgotten how to disagree without being aggressive. We have forgotten how to communicate. We've lost that ability. You know, I I don't like to to text, uh, especially family members, definitely not clients. Um, I like to have conversations. You you know, my first choice is face-to-face. Second choice is we can do it by phone or by by Zoom uh, video, but I I really want to talk to you uh, because it's very hard to impress uh, any emotion through email or texting you just can't do it. and a lot of times it's it's misinterpreted and, and and people get a bad taste in their mouth. But all four groups, I would love to talk to you and I'm telling you I'm not I'm not going to guilt you. I'm not gonna argue. like I said, we we have lost the ability to disagree. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't lost the ability to disagree. I respect people's opinions even when I know they're wrong, right? understand am I going to try to persuade you or, or, or squeeze you I'm just I'm here to educate God has given me the talent <clears throat> to communicate I, I realized that after several years that God has given me the ability to communicate and has has created a history in my life that people find very interesting and they want to listen okay that's not me. That's not something that that, that 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 I did. God did that. God did that. He took a an a, a ex-military, ex-cop and put him in a pulpit as a pastor. Put him in a position where he's talking nationally to spread the message about something that he discussed or impressed in Scripture over 2,300 times in regards to money, he took this this country boy out of southern Indiana and put him on a path that has led me to where I am today. <coughs> so, I would love to talk to you. to Plan Advisory.com. <coughs> Excuse me. KingdomPlanAdvisory dot com. Sign up for a free consultation. Sign up for the newsletter. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888 226 seven six one four securities offered through vanderbilt securities llc member finra sipc and registered with msrb advisory services offered through vanderbilt advisory services god bless